cross, and Dempsey is denied again, and Donovan has scored! Oh, can you believe this? Go, go, USA! Catabel, la vaca, Ama Rodríguez tirando, golazo, taque, 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 gol, gol, vino, 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 gol de Mundial, taque, taque, gol, gol, taque, taque, gol, 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 taque, taque, gol. Oh, Zinedine, oh, Zinedine, pas ça, pas du tout, pas ça, Zinedine. Hello and welcome to Bend It Like Beckett. I am your host, Scott Bedgood, here with my co-host, Brian Fleischer. What's up, Brian? Hey, Scott. Hey, have you been spying on me? I have not. Well, I admire people who spy because... (laughs) You admire the spy. I like the spy. No, that is the number one topic of conversation that we will get to Later is Marcelo Loco Bielsa's mm-hmm. Spygate incident with Frank Lampard, Leeds United, Darby County, all kinds of excitement there. We got a lot to talk about with that. But you know we like to open with the most obscure thing we can possibly. Oh, do you have do you have a random obscure thing for me? Because I, I don't because most of the time we don't really talk about these things before we just kind of go no we, we didn't we freestyle but this was something you planned oh was it give us our giuseppe rossi update <laughs> oh no <laughs> let's let's open with who the the man who was supposed to be the biggest american star ever but chose he, italy over us he was and then was cursed by the gods so he was so for those who don't remember because this I mean, was you, a the, long time was, ago been, if he's 31 now had it been 10 years ago or more Probably, yeah, Yeah. because it was, I think the first time he played against the United States was in the 09 Confederations Cup. I believe. I think so. Yeah. I don't Um, think it was a World Cup. No, it was was the Confederations Cup. He scored twice against us, I believe. So, anyway, he was born to Italian parents in New Jersey, grew up in Clifton, New Jersey, same hometown as my parents. Oh, that's that's why you remember that. Yes, that's why I know that. Who remembers towns in New Jersey? (laughs) That's the reason I know that. Um, And his dream was to always play for italy the azzurri 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 Azzurri. well we didn't get there whatever so anyway uh he ended up in italy and he did get to play for the u.s i had some college no No, i'm sorry he got to play for italy and he was so and he was he was good very good he was highly touted if he's good enough to play for italy especially at that time Mm -hmm. uh i can't figure out how to spell giuseppe uh If he was good enough to play for Italy for that time, he would have been the best player in the United States. And he was uh, 21. I mean, Donovan was still there, but he would have been Donovan, Dempsey, I don't think Altador, Donovan would have been. Would have Bradley was. I don't think back. any of those guys would have made the start. Oh, wouldn't start. Okay. Okay. You're so right. So I'm saying okay, he would have been that the best sense. player. Okay. That's fair. And, and he was a young player that seemed to have unlimited potential. Yes. There was a, a lot of anger from the U.S. fans when he chose there was italy. A, a sense of betrayal for sure. yes um so fast forward he had many was at villarreal villa, villa real he was at so he started at manchester united yes he did start at manchester united how many times did he play for Plays united five times one goal okay and then he was in spain correct he went yeah alone to newcastle not very long then to parma where he did pretty well 19 uh-huh. games 19 appearances nine goals then where his career really took off was Villarreal, uh-huh. where he was there for six, seven years, 136 appearances, 54 goals. Yeah. And that's a pretty big team in Spain, and he was doing really well. And he kept getting knee injuries. Like his knee would explode, and then he would come back. Then he'd have this really long rehab, 
and he'd come back for a little while, and then it would blow up again. So he he met with some injury. He hasn't played for Italy since when? Fourteen? Twenty fourteen? Yeah, he made one appearance, but he his biggest year for Italy was twelve appearances in two thousand nine. He scored three goals, including yeah. I think it was two against the U.S. At least one against the U.S. One it might have been two. A cracker against the U.S. Right. So anyway, he is back. He is now thirty one years old. He has been training with his former teammate, I guess. Sol Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. There you go. Uh, at United, you, the United has come out and said, obviously, we're not signing him, but he is a friend and a former teammate. Um, so we're letting him train to get back into fitness. Um, he apparently scored a a cracker. A cracker in training that got the attention of Sir Alex, who was watching practice. Nevertheless, United is not going to sign a 31-year-old injury-prone. Clifton, New Jersey, and you also failed to mention that he, which you may not have known this, he did fail a drug test in 2018. Ooh, I did not know that, and uh, he was supposed to be banned for a year. He only got a warning. He says, "Of course, he didn't do it. Of course, they not. have. He has no idea how that happened. No one ever has any idea how it got in their system." <laughs> well, he has reportedly, or through his agent, they have reportedly turned down MLS. Now there may not even be an offer, but his yeah. what he and his agent have said is that he doesn't feel that MLS is right for his career at this point. So he's holding out for a European offer. Dude, at this point the MLS would be a benefit. Like yeah. that would be a good thing. Yeah. He hasn't played consistently in years. Yeah. But I think that what they're saying is we don't want to go to the US and get ripped everywhere yeah. we go. Because people still I think don't like him because he grew up in the U.S., chose to play for Italy from a young age. Well, yeah, and I think he, I think at some point he might have been one of these these kids who went over to Italy when he was 11, 12, 13 or something to do that. But he... Uh, yeah, he was a youth, youth player for Parma. Yeah, okay. So. so, but yeah, so it wasn't like he grew up, he was here until he was well, 20 years old. He and did then he, play for Clifton Stallions. Clifton Stallions, they did. I did look that up. They so. were, they were, they're no longer in existence, by the way. But yeah, so he always, the point is, he always wanted to play for Italy. He grew up t- with Italian parents. It makes sense, but there was a lot of hard, there were a lot of hard feelings towards mm-hmm. him, uh, especially because his best success as an Italian player came against the United States. And, we don't get players like that very often. It no. would it would it would be similar to um, Pulisic if he decided to play for Croatia or something. Now I think he was less connected to sort of Croatia, mm-hmm. whereas Rossi grew up in an Italian neighborhood, always wanting to play for Italy. But it would be similar to a, a talent level of of Pulisic. I think that Rossi was that talented. Yeah, I didn't realize this, but I'm just seeing that he he captained Italy at least one game. So I mean, he, there was a point in 2010, 2009, yeah. 2010. He was a very, 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 very good. He would probably he would have a lot more caps with Italy had he stayed healthy. Right. So anyway, that was our obscure opening. But I think Next it's, week, I think it's really not that obscure because I think that a lot of, especially U.S. Uh, M&T fans over the years, have always sort of kept up with Giuseppe Rossi mm-hmm. and maybe not wished great things upon him. I mean, I don't want to see somebody's career end. No, I'm but not saying. I also I'm not don't want. I, did. I just, I also would be happy that he slips and falls every time as he tries to kick a soccer ball and just right. like. Yeah, no, I, uh, I don't wish uh, ill will towards him, but I also don't care that 
I didn't want to see him win the Ballon d'Or or anything. So he and Freddie Adu should form a super team. Yeah, it's funny to think about because in my mind, Giuseppe Rossi's still like this young guy, but he's mm-hmm. thirty-one. He's older than you know Altidore. He's older than all these guys. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so that's our that's our Giuseppe Rossi opener. Uh, we also wanted to talk about a couple little things before we get into the the big story of the day or of the week, really. Mm-hmm. But uh, Musa Dembele goes from Spurs to China for only nine million pounds. You're talking That's a about very this good is, player. Yeah, this is where players go to die, though, right? I mean, they go to make a bunch of money. They go to make a ton of money. But uh, we were talking before, like, what happened to Oscar? What happened to Hulk. Ramirez? Yeah, you met Hulk. Alex um, Teixeira. Yeah. This happens to a lot of Brazilians that go out there. They get out there. They're a big name. They're br- Brazilian, which they carries some weight. Absolutely. Many of them absolutely dominate. Yeah. So maybe, so do they think like, ooh, I can go do like entry level soccer work over here and make like five times as much as I'm making here? Yeah. I think Carlos Tevez at one point was making something like $600,000 a week, but he. Wasn't he, he the most, the highest paid? He was the highest play, paid player, player in the world. In the world. But yeah. he's an incredibly competitive person, and I think he couldn't handle the non-competitive nature. Mm-hmm. And he came back to Boca Juniors, and he's on Boca. Um, that's the right level, I believe, for a guy like him. But I, I'm trying to see if I can find a list. Sven Goran Eriksson, I believe, is managing over there. Hmm. Um. Oh, maybe I don't know. Anyway, I just see Sven mentioned. Uh, but they're starting to hire famous managers. So Kike Sanchez Flores, who was the Watford and Espanol manager, I see, was just named one of the managers out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yannick Carrasco, who's a very good Belgian player and not yep. that old. He plays for Dalian Yifang. Um, and then, yeah, it's 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 very interesting that uh, Javier Mascherano is out there. I see that. I mean, just all these where's, guys. Isn't, uh, where's uh, Xavi is in Japan. Iniesta is in. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, Iniesta is in Japan. I think Xavi might be in like uh, Saudi Arabia. So Xavi still playing? Well, maybe he retired. But Iniesta is in Japan. Uh-huh. Lucas Podolski is in Japan. Um, somebody else, uh, really? Uh, uh, Fernando Torres is in Japan. Mm-hmm. Uh, Xavi plays for Qatari club Al Saad SC. Okay. But yeah, a lot of the players that if you think about, you're like, where did that guy go? He's most likely in China. Um, he's most likely dominating. Yeah. So, like, the team that's leading the league right now, let's see who their squad is. Shanghai SIPG. How many of these guys do we know? Um, no, 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 no. Don't know any of these guys. Oscar is on the yeah, team. All right. Um, Hulk. Oscar and Hulk, the team they're on, they're, yeah. they're leading the league, yeah. which is not a surprise. Uh, and then Guangzhou Evergrande. That's a team I hear about a lot. They get some of the big names. Let's see who they have. Um but anyway, yeah, you just forget about these guys once they go over there. Hulk is an amazing player, but kind of wasted his career in Russia and uh, now China. And now China. So the team in second place actually doesn't have any names that you've heard of, really. That's that's impressive, actually. Huh. Anyway. Um, that's our China that's league. That's our China. Chinese league Maybe that up, should have been update. the more obscure thing. <laughs> When's the Chinese league uh, trading card set coming out? I, don't, I bet you there are cards. There probably are. Oh, yeah. There's, there's cards for every league. Oh, yeah. I'm sure there are. We were watching the Italian Supercoppa match yeah, yesterday from, where did we say, Saudi Arabia? It was in Jeddah, Saudi Arabia. Yes, King and there were, there were Panini uh, uh, advertisements, advertisements on, the on the boards. Yeah, yeah, that was exciting. Uh, I don't really know much about the Supercoppa. No. It didn't seem that important. 
well, yeah. the big players were playing, but yeah, it was uh um, Ronaldo scored, but he was offside, but they somehow he? on VAR didn't determine that he was offside. <laughs> or was VAR in place for that? It, it was. Was it? Yeah, they reviewed it. Oh, uh, they it did? sure looked like he was offside like on his replay. His arm was off. Yeah. But anyway, it was a beautiful pass from uh Mirlim Pjanic. He's good. Yeah, they're all very good. I was you just I don't get to watch that team very often. Mm-hmm. Every player on that team is amazing. I mean, even Blaise Matuidi, who is a little bit older. He's like a great his, player. I like but, his last name. But man, he was offside by like six yards two or three <laughs> times yesterday. I don't know what he was doing, but he's a very good player. And um, then threw his arms up like, what? Yeah, he was like, wow, how was that? Dude, you were, there wasn't any, anybody even close to you. Um, but anyway, we wanted to talk about the biggest story in the uh, world of football right now is what is being called Spygate, which is a dumb name because you can't just put gate on the end of everything. Sure you but can. people do it. They shouldn't. It involves not the Premier League, but in fact, the championship division. And one of our favorite people, and a guy that's becoming more and more of a favorite to everyone, Marcelo Loco Bielsa, mm-hmm. the manager of Leeds United, who Leeds United, as we've discussed many times, or not many times, but, but a few times, is one of the most historic teams in, in England, but over the last almost 20 years now has been relegated and relegated and relegated due to financial issues and all kinds of problems yeah down to the point where i think they were in league two uh but they are now leading the championship because of the management of bielsa and they are on the verge um of coming back to the premier league for the first time in a long time and to give an example of of who and what leads is i think um it was probably 10 years ago now but it was at least eight years after they'd been relegated there was a poll of who is the most hated team in the Premier League or in, in England. Yeah. And it was like Manchester United, Liverpool, like the big names. Yeah. And Leeds was like third or fourth. Yeah. And they hadn't been in the Premier League in years. I People haven't watched or I've been Leeds. watching the Premier League since 06, 07. Yeah, we started the same and, year. And they were not, they have never been in the Premier League. Right. I'm excited for them to be in the Premier League because I, I, I it seems like a very historic team that, will sort of drive up passions for teams all over the yeah, country. Yeah, I vote for some reason Leeds and Millwall. Yeah. Those sound like big like 70s 80s yes. like Nottingham uh, Forest as well. Yes. Which is funny I was looking the other day at um uh Champions League winners uh-huh. or equivalent and Nottingham Forest has two, but they've never been in the Premier League uh-uh. since we've been watching. Nope. Hey, yawn off the mic. Sir. Was that a yawn on the mic? Yeah. I guess we're going to have to edit that out. I don't know. I'm leaving it in. Okay. So anyway, so Leeds is up there, and one of the reasons, or maybe the main reason, is the management of Marcelo Locobielsa, who is a very famous manager in world football. All all our Peruvian friends here at, at Beckett were saying that Bielsa would be the perfect fit. That's the guy the U.S. needs to go get. They swear by him. Yeah. Uh, he was he's managed all over. He managed uh, Newell's Old Boys, one of the weirdest names mm-hmm. that there is in, in football. Better than Young Boys. Better than Young Boys. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Atlas. He uh, managed Club America. He managed Espanol, which mm-hmm. is the uh, Barcelona's in-city rival. Uh huh. He managed Argentina for a long time. So six years in charge of Argentina from '98 to 2004. Then took over Chile. Uh, managed him for a while. Managed Atletico Bilbao, uh, Athletic Bilbao, um, Marseille, Lazio, Lille, and now Leeds. But I think he's most known for his stints in charge of Argentina and Chile. Mm-hmm. Um, known as a very like 
well, one passionate guy, but also just very thoughtful. Like he, he's a soccer genius is what people call him. Well, they played Darby, who is in sixth in the championship, accused Leeds. And who's, the, who's the manager of Darby? Frank Lampard. Super Frankie Lampard. Fat Frank Lampard. Oh, he's not fat. That's what they called him. He, he's super Frank. Whatever. Anyway, he accused Bielsa of having someone spy on them, and it became this huge deal. So Bielsa calls a press conference yesterday mm-hmm. and says, I'm going to make this easy on everybody. We have spied on every single team in the <laughs> championship. <laughs> um, what? It's, I didn't read it, but I did see on Twitter someone had all 3,000 words to Bielsa's like amazing... So yeah, so he says we spy we spied on every all twenty four teams, and then he goes to, on to he has a PowerPoint presentation. This is great. It's this amazing. Is- I want to watch it. I don't know if it's on video though, but he has a PowerPoint presentation, and he has just reporters there, and he explains to them how they scout every single team. And so he said we watched every single competitive game that Derby County played last year. We analyzed all of them. It was four hours per game. I think it was 54 games or something. Uh, this like, was, how many people do they have doing this? Like, Bielsa's not like sitting... It sounds like he's watching every single one of these. Was he just, like, sit there all day? I, that's why he, they call him Loco. So, he said it was hundreds of hours that goes into each team. And so, one of the, the best quote I saw was, because Bielsa famously, this is his first stint in uh, an English-speaking uh-huh. country... He does not speak English. He's trying, but he's old and it's tough and he hasn't been here that long. Yeah. And so he doesn't speak very good English. So he said, I don't know how to speak English, but I do know about every all 24 teams of the championship. God bless him. And so what he was saying was, and he was showing all the different formations, how this player, he, he broke down how Darby uses Harry Wilson, who didn't even play in the game that they were playing. But he was just saying, the point is... We know everything that there is to know about these teams. Sending someone to watch training, they said, why did you do that? And he, he said, well, it's because I'm crazy. He said, it's because I can't sleep at night if we don't cover all of our bases, but that doesn't help us. So my question to you is, while I think it was awesome that he did the, the whole PowerPoint thing and blah, blah, <laughs> blah, and I think that's awesome and great, and maybe I wish he was the USMNT coach and uh-huh. all that, does that absolve the fact that he did send someone to spy on a training session? I don't think so. Elaborate. I'm trying to. I'm I'm because I'm unsure of my answer. <laughs> like you can't just I mean, okay, so maybe he didn't need to because they put in all this extra work watching hundreds of hours of footage and fifty or sixty games of Darby playing and um but I guess you still can't condone spying on another team's training because because the next team maybe they're not going to put in maybe they're just going to like hey we're going to send just gonna we're going to just going to spy but on the other hand I mean you can't learn can that you much. what you can't learn that much I know that's what I'm saying how much can you learn in watching a couple few hour training sessions maybe maybe I mean maybe I don't know enough about football. Maybe to know, you know, like, yeah, it could be things like, hey, this person, this player was kind of struggling. Like, he may have a little bit of an injury that they're not reporting. But I mean, other than that, it'd be one thing, like American football, if the other team got a hold of the teams. Okay, here's the 25 plays we're running this weekend, both on offense and defense, and then 
they know what to did expect. You, did you hear about the see the articles about OU Texas in like two thousand and or ninety nine? No. When Mike Leach did that, he made a fake uh, play sheet and had a player drop it in front of the Texas bench ah. before the game, and they were like, "Oh my gosh!" Yeah. And they went up there and like they were calling defenses to stop the plays on the sheet. Yeah. And OU like was just <laughs> dominating for the first like 10 plays. And this was when Texas was way better. Yeah. And uh, then Texas was like, dang it, this was fake. And they threw it out. And then of course they, they ended up winning the game. But well, it's yeah, like that, 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 that like I can that. see a little, a little more, but I mean like, sorry, I started yelling. No, you're good. I, um, uh, but I don't know how much you can, heck, you know what? It even, does... even FC Dallas up at their training facility up near near the stadium yeah. they have it's a beautiful training facility right outside it's outdoors it's open Very parking open, yeah. but they have like a black tarp all the way around this fence mm-hmm. that prevents people from like you could kind of see through it but not really so it's a tall fence and black tarp all throughout the um all around the fence so that you can't watch training so i guess if you're if there's some set piece yeah, you know, plays those, are, those are the only like set plays. But I mean, if you're formations. a if you're a sort of genius soccer guy, there are probably things you can glean of from course. that. Yeah, to me, it's like when the Patriots got caught with Spygate. Mm-hmm. They got caught um, with taping practices or something mm-hmm. or whatever. You know, it's like, okay, is that the reason that they have now won what five Super Bowls and they're in the Super Bowl every year? Mm-hmm. No, it's not. Probably not because they were caught doing that 10 years ago and they're still good. But it is the mindset, I think, of like the obsession level that maybe you have to have to be that successful that you're always towing the line. And Mm -hmm. some of the things you're doing are going over the line. Some of them aren't. So the mindset that Bielsa has, and I think that's what he was showing, was, hey, we just are obsessed and that's why we're good. That doesn't excuse the times that you do go over that line. And the reason they beat Darby and the reason they're winning the championship right now is not because of spying on every team's practices. Yeah. But so, but I think there should be some level of punishment for doing that because one, he said he didn't know that that was wrong, but that can't be true. Mm. It's not like this is a cultural thing, right? Ah. Uh. I don't think so, but like, it's not like Darby's putting, and maybe they are, you know, whatever. I've never watched a professional training. Are they, at this point in the season, are they, and I guess this doesn't make it right, whether if it's the beginning of the season, the middle of the end, are they putting in some drastically something different that they haven't done in games already? That that he could have gotten this information from from watching game film? I mean, I, like you can't to your condone. point about set pieces, though, one good, well-worked set piece could be the difference in, True. A, in a game. True. So if you know that they're going to play this one short and do this or whatever, you can cover it. Yeah. So I guess, you know, at the end of the day, if you send a guy to spy on their mm-hmm. training and the only thing he came away with was, hey, they're trying this short corner thing where the guy's going to run near post and therefore you have a guy standing at the near post or whatever yeah. you need to do to stop that. That changes the game. True, because if that works, then do the we game. know how they was this like an open training or was it? Did, did, was it I, Bielsa dressed as like a UPS man? No, just they sent some out? club staffer, and I guess he just kind of blended in. I don't know with the fans or with what he did. But well, that's what I'm saying. If they have it open to the fans, well, I don't think it's open to the fans. I'm just saying I don't know how he blended in or how he figured it out. Yeah, um, but it's I don't know. I love the the press conference. I love everything that sort of is part of this. And I 
support fully support Leeds making it to the championship, but I also think that they making should probably the have League. sorry, winning the championship. Yes. I also think that they probably should be docked a point or two because the fact is like you're saying it might be true that the spying didn't help them, but if someone else if if you see ah well they didn't get punished because whatever, someone else could do it to a worse extent so you have to say no no no, this is wrong mm-hmm. here's the punishment and if you get caught again it's this or you know i don't know it just, are there and you may not know this so i don't mean to put you on the spot but are what are the possible do you know what the possible punishments are I've seen, are there i've seen talk of of the the um or does he get suspended a game or three games or five right. games or do it could could they be docked points i've seen talk of the fixture being reversed hmm. in the sense of that they get the lost derby gets the win Nah, i don't Ooh. like that I, that's what i'm saying one or two i think they should be docked a point or two though because let's say it didn't it didn't make a difference in this game let's just say that that's true yeah but they play in the championship there's 24 teams they play every team twice it's 48 games yeah well let's say it made the difference in one point in one draw because they saw this or that in spying against one of these teams, you know, that could be a difference. That's, that's a huge difference. So yeah. I think one or two points that would still keep them in the top at the top. It would make it a little closer. They're four points clear at the top, but I don't know. I, I, I am not a, I don't think it's like he should be banned from the league. Uh, but I also don't think he should get off with nothing. Feel okay. the same. Yeah. I think that's fair. Uh, I do love the British hand wringing about it. We we've talked about this. They the the, They're very the British tend to hand wring a lot of things that I don't know. I mean, we were very upset in the U.S. about the Patriots Spygate thing, and they got docked a, a number one draft pick. Draft I think. pick, yeah. How'd that work? Did that hurt them much? No, but it should have. Yeah, but They're just didn't. invincible. So that's what I'm saying. So okay, doc. That's what be also. Well, but said. I don't think that Leeds is the Patriots aren't they maybe they will be they will be with bielsa they're very the good i don't know it's, is bielsa does bielsa have a belichick like no obsession yeah oh like, the obsession i yeah. think i think they're very similar i think that that is a very tactician uh, very just like good comparison yeah. to what he was talking about like he was basically saying like you said no life our life is analyzing the championship teams and he what he was saying so their their next opponent is stoke i believe they have a new manager, so they don't have tape on how he coaches Stoke. They went back to back and watched his like last fifty games as the he- head coach of Luton. They watched the games of a team that he's not even coaching just to get his like tactics, and they'll probably watch all the Stoke games yeah. to see the players. I mean, that's. Do they watch on one and a half speed? Do you think? Hopefully, I don't know. They certainly and then the other, they certainly fast forward through halftime. You know though, the right? other the other fascinating <laughs> part is taking all that information, uh-huh. boiling it down to certainly less than ten minutes of video to show players because players aren't going to be able to pay attention that long. We've yeah. se- we've seen Pep try to talk to the Manchester City players and <laughs> yeah. they look bored. Yeah, and that's Pep breaking down like two you plays know, <laughs> Liverpool or a team that like is you know a good team that they're playing as yeah. opposed to uh, Stoke, who unfortunately, as much as I love Stoke, is. Closer to the bottom of the championship than the top. More Poor Peter Crouch. Oh, speaking of Millwall, as you mentioned earlier, uh-huh. they are close to relegation. They're not. They're about fifth from last in the championship. So, hmm. 
And Redding and Bolton are in the drop zone, as well as Ipswich Town. Redding and Bolton, former Premier League clubs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's always sad to see them fall that far. Yes, it is. There's a yeah, and there was a year where Liverpool Bolton needs to bring uh, back Stu Holden. Yeah, there was a year where Liverpool, after like the first four games, was like sort of close to the bottom. Yeah, and it was kind of like, oh yeah, whatever. But then I was like, but Leeds, Leeds was no. as big as Liverpool and as big as. But that was a financial thing, but. You can't dismiss it like it's impossible. There are huge teams. Not not level of Chelsea, Manchester United anymore. Uh, Liverpool, Arsenal, those teams, not anymore. But there are teams that... I mean, Newcastle is a big, well-followed club that has had some very, very good players. That's because in their owner, Mike, yeah, their, Mike Ashley, their owner, isn't he? Yeah, he's ruined it all. So, I mean, it's... It can all happen very quickly. You yeah. get the wrong owner, a guy who doesn't want to spend money, and mm-hmm. you get or, relegated and... Newcastle somehow has made it back twice, but that's very rare. But anyway, um, another another thing I wanted to touch on, and we'll end on this. Have you heard the story of Mike Piazza and his ownership of a soccer team in Italy? Um, it sounds vaguely familiar. Didn't he? Who did he buy? Like so, it, this is a fascinating story. I could never get into all of it, but I'll just point people to. The story on the athletic. It's from last month. I but I forgot to discuss it because we had a couple of weeks off. Yeah. And oh, and you have an announcement too at the end, don't you? Oh, I do. <laughs> we keep forgetting to make. So anyway, Mike Piazza in twenty sixteen bought AC Reggiana in Italy. Okay. So Piazza, obviously. Mm-hmm. Incredibly Italian name. Yes. Um, Played for Italy in the World Baseball Classic. At one didn't point, he? he did. He did. He did do that. He's very in touch with his Italian side. And if people don't mm-hmm. know, Mike Piazza is probably the greatest hitting catcher of all time in baseball. Um, big time player. Played for the Dodgers and the Mets, most famously, yeah. both of those teams. Um, so, very, very, very wealthy person, and retired. And basically, what he says throughout this article is like he just didn't have anything to do to feed that competitive fire, mm-hmm. and he had gotten really into soccer, and he wanted to buy a team. So the teams he looked at um, include Everton. He thought about buying Everton, but what he realized, and of course, it's not just Piazza's money. He had a, a investors, so you know, Everton didn't work out. It was too big. Uh, anyway, they get all the way to they buy. AC Reggiana in Italy. It's a Serie C club. Okay. That's the third division in Italy. And to fast forward to the end, by the time Piazza was done with the club, they do not exist anymore. Oh, no. I didn't know that part of it. The club was formed in 1919. This should be their 100th year anniversary. And they are no longer in existence. They folded? They folded. So... The story is fascinating and involves everything you would think of in Italy, corruption, uh, passionate fans, like quaint little town that's obsessed with their team, uh, and Piazza's former playmate wife oh, okay. has tons of like insanely aggressive quotes in here. Like um, He says, it's tragedy. It was like an opera. And she says, it was effing hell. <laughs> Like she is nuts, and but at one point she took over the team because he couldn't handle the business side of it. So she was like one of the most powerful women in Italian soccer because she was the chairman of a Serie C team. Yeah. There aren't that many women, and it's just it's a, an amazing story. It's very long. It's on the Athletic. If you subscribe to the Athletic, a hundred percent worth your time. Yeah, but 
it does not look very good for Piazza. Um, AC Reggiana, just or yeah, Reggio Emilia is the town. Mm-hmm. Uh, AC Reggiana just does not exist anymore. Uh, one of the most fascinating parts of it is towards the end, they are fighting for promotion. They are in, I believe it's a promotion playoff to get to Serie B, which would be a massive thing. Mm-hmm. So the finances were shaky. If they get to Serie B, though, I don't know how you say B, Bay, whatever. If they get up there, there's more money. Mm-hmm. Like you can, and late in a game, like in the 90th minute or something, there is one of the worst handball penalties I've ever seen. There's video of it in the article. It is a horrible call against AC Reggiana. Like uh-huh. the guy was pushed down by the, the other team. And on the ground, his hand hit the ball, but he was shoved to the ground. Yeah. And they called the penalty in the box. They lose. They don't get promoted. And basically, after that was when everything fell apart. Fell apart. But like the Piazza's allege, and it's not that hard to believe, corruption. Mm-hmm. Because there's a lot of stuff with they they share a stadium with a bigger club that's owned by a big corporation and the owner and blah blah and they were like pushing the owner to stop charging them so much rent and yeah it just gets very complicated. When you think about owning a sports team, you don't think about all of these things that go along with mm-hmm. it. And it is it is very fascinating. Check it out if you have a subscription. It is called The Passion of Mike Piazza, I believe. The Passion of Mike Piazza: How a Midlife Crisis of a base of the Baseball Hall of Famer led to the demise of a hundred-year-old Italian soccer club. Ugh, so great. they're trying to like get it started back up. They have like a I think they started a new club that Ugh. like they're trying to get the naming rights switched uh-huh. over. But technically the club that he bought that was supposed to be in a night in twenty nineteen celebrating their hundredth year anniversary doesn't exist. Doesn't exist. So good job, Piazzas. Yeah. Maybe uh stay in your lane. <laughs> but the, the 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 crazy the interesting thing is like very Italian Mike Piazza, blah blah blah. Spoke no Italian, but they moved their whole family there. Like they moved the whole family to this this town in Italy, and like the kids were being raised, yeah, in Italy and all this stuff. He was committed. It yeah, just didn't work out. Didn't work out. Well, now well, to my announcement. Now to your announcement. Um. Yeah. So if any of you are in the Dallas area, which uh, I'm sure you are, of course. Or if you want to travel, we do have several people traveling. Do you uh, really distances for this? Like minutes, um, hours, uh, days? We have a couple guys traveling six hours from uh, Missouri and Kansas. Really? You better deliver on this. I don't. Trust me. I feel Can't the Can't you pressure. just like email it to them? It's about the spectacle. Anyway, okay. <laughs> I made a short film called uh, Don't Think You'd Understand, the Billy Ridge Eater story, mm-hmm. uh, which is about my indoor soccer team and our rise to stardom and championship level football um and it's um it's playing at the texas theater okay which is a historic theater in dallas where lee harvey oswald was arrested yes he was after shooting president kennedy yes well as that also after he shot the policeman and then he was found yes in the texas theater so anyway the texas theater you can just rent it out for like really cheap so we did and we're having Uh a legit film premiere of this joke documentary that i made um it's 25 minutes long, so it's mm-hmm. a short film. Uh, and uh, if you want to come, formal attire is encouraged but not required. <laughs> is there going to be a red carpet? We are uh, efforting to find a red carpet. That would in like a like a backdrop and like people standing oh, there. Oh take... yeah, we need to stop and repeat. Is that what those are called? Yeah, I think. Oh man, you need to get one of those. They're going to put us on the marquee. Is there a, is there a, 
entrance fee for this event? So it's going to be... I have to pay to rent the theater. Well, yeah, you do. So I need people to help me split the cost. But uh-huh. if you're just a stranger, no, there's no fee. Okay. But if you're on my team, then I'm probably going to need like 10 bucks. <laughs> then you're going to ask for 10 If you're in the movie, this is not how real movies work. Yeah, if you're in the movie, you have to you pay have to me. pay the... Ma- the $10. The, the, yes, okay. Um, so the story is we started an indoor soccer team and we lost our first 29 games uh-huh. over the span of two years. Yeah. Uh, before even winning one single game what was that first win like it was euphoric it was amazing it was um i don't i don't know and and to fast forward to the end after years and years of trying we did finally last season win the championship in the lowest division (laughs) and now you're Um, now you no longer exist thanks to pudge rodriguez and then pudge rodriguez (laughs) bought us and we don't exist no uh we still play and we got killed this week so we haven't exactly we're not dominating anyone anyway but uh anyway so we finally win the championship uh last season so that is what the film is about but it's really about friendship Mm -hmm. and um injuries Mm -hmm. and heartbreak and betrayal is there betrayal oh yeah there's definitely betrayal oh wow now i'm intrigued and uh you know memories okay so, when is the date again? Date February fourth, Monday. February fourth. Doors at about seven. Movie about seven thirty. Red carpet at formal attire. Encouraged. Full on tux. Brian's coming. I'm thinking about Brian's it. Brian's gonna try to trick his wife. There's a good <laughs> restaurant down the street that she really loves. It's her favorite Mexican restaurant, literally like half a mile down the street. So maybe I can trick her into dinner and a movie and just not, not tell, tell her, her that the movie was made by me <laughs> at the for, Texas theater for 28 minutes about an indoor soccer team. It was made by me for me. <laughs> and I'm going to make at least 40 people watch it because that's how <laughs> many people are going right now. Hey, one last soccer quick hit. The Dallas cup is very big here in Dallas. It you is the it. 40th anniversary of the Dallas cup. Really? When is it? It is April 14th through the 21st. Okay. It's always the championship is always on Easter Sunday, which is a little odd, but yeah. it always is. Um, very big youth tournament here, attracting teams from all over the globe. You've seen Chelsea's youth team play. I've seen Chelsea's youth team play. Uh, 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 what's his name? Barkley. Um, Charles. No. Ross. Ross Barkley played when he came. We came with Everton to play. Uh, I believe Wayne Rooney played way back in the day. Yes, way but back anyway, in the day. What's but anyway, announcement? my announcement is that Liverpool Whoa. FC Academy has accepted an invitation to play in the Super Group, the Big Group. So that's awesome. Actually, if you're a Liverpool fan, you can come see the stars you of said tomorrow, April fourteenth. April fourteenth through the twenty first. I think that's when I'm going to be in Liverpool. Oh. <laughs> well, you should cancel your trip and go hey, watch them actually, at I wanna, Richland I College. Watch the youth team. Nice. Well, if you are in Dallas and if you are a Liverpool, I'm sh- fan. I'm sure you know this, but I thought I would tell Scott because he's such a big Liverpool homer. I um, would go see it if I was here, and I'm I'm gonna have to check the dates because yeah. I want to go see them. That'd be yeah. awesome. There you go. And just some great youth soccer. Well, yeah, these are the under whatever, the under 18, so mm-hmm. they're they're future stars. Future stars. stars Though I did went back and look at the Chelsea team that was here maybe 5 or 6 years ago that was here. None of them ever played for Chelsea. Yeah, not but Chelsea one player on the team. Chelsea has a reputation for not playing their youth players. True. Liverpool, I bet if 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 in that same era, mm-hmm. they probably, well, let's say 5 years ago, you would have seen probably Trent Alexander-Arnold 
um, not Joe Gomez yet, uh, but you would have seen like Connor Cody, who's the captain for Wolves. Uh, oh, these guys played elsewhere, right. but they just never played for Chelsea. There was one guy who had some caps for some right. Eastern European. So, so you country. may not see these guys play for your team. Maybe yes. one of them will play yes. for your team, but they probably will go play other Somewhere. big name places. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what I was. The point I was making was you'll pro- you're probably watching former or future Premier League players or or big time league players. Maybe yeah. not for your team, but for someone's team. So there that's exciting. Go. There you go. Yeah. So check out the movie. Check out Dallas, the Dallas Cup. Cup. Check out Mike Piazza's story. And check out Bielsa. Uh, well, don't check it out. And hey, stay tuned for more Giuseppe Rossi news. When you want the news on this Giuseppe Rossi. This is your Rossi, number one news source for Giuseppe Rossi. It is. We should find it. I think I, didn't we give away a Giuseppe Rossi card one time? We probably do. And we could probably give away another one because I think I have one at home. Be on the lookout. Check our Twitter if feed here. If you want here. the Giuseppe Rossi card. In a couple days, I'm going to go home tonight and I think I know exactly where it is. I think I have another Giuseppe Rossi jersey card that we're going to give away. After we built him up so much. Yeah, he's awesome. All right. Well, we'll we'll be excited for that next week. But until then, I'm Scott. And I'm Brian.